0: and creativity visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms.
1: look man there oh i see wow
0: oh my look over there wow is that culture yes wow las culturistas
4: ding dong las Las culturistas culturistas calling
1: calling. and how is charlotte north carolina treating the girl
0: you know i am loving the breweries i think that's what Uh. It's most famous for, oh, you know, you know know what it is? It's a banking town, which is a bummer. I know not everyone here is a banker, but like it really prides itself on being like a bank town. And I'm like, oh, that explains a lot. This is not to poo poo on Charlotte. It's only to poo poo on banks. Well,
1: I'm just saying banks are not the club. It's actually rule of culture number 42. Banks are not the club. Banks
0: are not the club. And
1: therefore, you have to go to the breweries to sort of get your kick. So, what sort of um, brews are we sort of ingesting when we get there? Are we an IPA type of girl? Are we some sort of like Amber Ale type of bitch? Are we that kind of sort of cranky Pilsner type? Tell me, Bo.
0: Girl. All I know is that like in the summer, I like to drink a blue moon or a fat tire. And then in the winter, I guess I like, (laughs) I don't know beers. And this is actually, this is actually the thing about Matt is that you're, you're a beer gay, which is so, so dissonant to me.
1: It's really jarring, even for me. Well, I mean, the sort of uh, bibliography on my life is I sort of came up serving tables you know like just like clock bibliography punching the clock and you know getting my apron on and then i would deal in the market of beer i would deal in hops and so i worked in an irish beer bar downtown way downtown in the financial district with the best clientele who often worked at say it with me banks banks which are not the club which are not the club but sometimes the way those Fucking dudes would come in for lunch, you'd think they were going back to the club because these men would get absolutely wasted during lunch, during the week, and then go back and run our banks. So just know that I am a primary source and I was down there in the financial district watching these men get wasted and going back to run our banks. I'm sorry I got political and this was supposed to be a fun conversation about hops.
0: No, it's okay. Really quickly, let's just go over a couple of items of business. Yeah, Frank Ocean is selling twenty five thousand dollar cock rings. What? Golden diamonds. Did you hear about this? Frank Ocean is selling twenty five thousand dollar cock rings. But they're he- they're hexagonal. They're a hexagon. But there's a- it's so it's really chic. But unfortunately, I'm like, well, how do I-, I don't know how to feel about it.
1: I have a question. Who does he think his clientele is? Who does he think his clientele is that they can afford a $25,000? Rich
0: fags. I thought it was everybody, but apparently he's like zeroing in on like a type of luxury consumer. And I'm like, oh, this is not the Frank Ocean I knew. This is not the girl I knew. No, Frank Ocean shouldn't be a luxury brand. It is a chic name, His brand is Homer, which I'm also like... I roll yeah, yeah. I don't know I don't think I like it like Simpsons in fashion like that's like come on I know and, and it might not be a Simpsons reference necessarily it might be like oh, okay he loves the Iliad it's yeah. like you gotta I don't know home home Simpsons in fashion it's like we, we've reached a fever pitch I love that you know that I, I'm a Simpsons gay if you're a beer gay then I'm a Simpsons gay but I think like we're like ev- every fashion brand has a Simpsons motif in it now which do they really I love but I feel like let's Frank Ocean is ahead of the curve And this is the one moment where I'm like, wait a minute, I feel like you're a follower. Do you know what I'm saying? I love him to death. I I wish him the best. I wish
1: him the best in all of his endeavors. I'm just saying like, there's something about a $25,000 cock ring that rubs me the wrong way, maybe even literally, because if you're thinking about what that's made of to make it $25,000, I'm thinking that feels painful or uncomfortable. Two sensations that during gay sex, we don't necessarily need more of. Another thing is like, then what happens if it gets like looby? What happens if it gets like, like I don't know, a lot happens. There's a lot of like action happening during sex. Like a $25,000 sex like accessory?
0: I just don't know. A cock ring is supposed to, you're supposed to be able to like control the compression mm-hmm. at the base and or whatever and like it's it's this is jewelry like it's not like, yeah, this is assuming a lot about someone's someone's like ball size. I don't know. We can't get into it. But you know what? And
1: it's not even like we can get it to try it because neither of us are going to pay 25 grand for it.
0: No. But if he's going to sell a $25,000 cock ring, I'm going to sell like $50,000 Viagra pills. Like that's it's basically the same function. You know, it's like you don't want that to
1: be your brand, though.
0: This helps me get hard and it costs too much money. That's I don't know. Th- th- that's what's going on. I, I'm sorry. That you don't we, know your we, clientele we that either. Pathway. I don't. Frank and I are the same person.
1: Now. No, I'll tell you who our clientele is. Her name is Katie. She's 28 years old. <laughs> she lives outside of Chicago. She has a communications degree and we are her gay best friends. That's what our clientele is. Okay.
0: Yeah. And we've, we've embraced it, you know? Okay. Speaking of alcohol earlier, mm-hmm. our guest just celebrated a huge birthday. 20 absolute one. 20 Absolute 1. Iconic. It's giving Adele. Mm, It's giving Adele's best album. Sorry. Okay. Well, let's not go there. But I think (laughs) she turned 21 in in a crazy place. Not a crazy place. In a hopeless place. (laughs) Oh my God. We love that song. Okay. But she just turned 21. (laughs) She just talked about birthdays as a concept on her new podcast coming out on crooked media with dare friends, we say dare we say with her friends Yasmin Hamity and alicia Pasqualpena, peña who plays aida in saved by the bell which our guest stars and is truly such a fucking star in Mm-hmm. that's the truth i can't wait to talk about saved by the bell with her she we met her at the critics choice awards where she was nominated and fucking like absolutely ridiculous that she didn't win your friend molly shannon was nominated our guest was nominated yes, that's in true. the same category it was a stacked it was a stacked category I i'm actually
1: say. i actually happened to be wearing my the other two season two sweatshirt today actually
0: oh my god and our guest was in another chris kelly project other people other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, the it, this has been a long time coming. We love her so much.
1: I mean, this was a sort of thing where it was like, it's been a long time coming, getting our guests on the pod. And the fact is that we finally locked her down and she's in fucking Scotland where she'll be for months filming a drama. <laughs> and that is how I want, that's the energy I want this episode. I want it to feel Scottish drama vibes and yeah. it starts now. <laughs> Everyone, please welcome into your ears, Josie, Josie Toda. Tota!
5: Hi. Uh, already, it's Hi. not
1: Scottish vibes. It's like chill it's American so girl. Such Scottish
5: energy. I feel like I was having a stroke. <laughs> like I wanted to speak so much, but speak I, now. I, like, couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't speak. I'm so happy to like produce words out of my mouth
0: now i, I love listening we're to so you guys. happy too i'm so happy we're, we're so happy we're producing words i'm so
5: happy that frank ocean is like <laughs> so delirious i want to be i want to be at that level of delirium where i can sell me cock too. rings.
0: i guess you know the thing you is will, like, and you will
1: the thing is just like I, I i don't i don't doubt that he will sell those cock rings but that sure. to me feels like You know, he could make cock rings for the people and then that could really be his thing. Luxury cock rings. I'm like, not only do I think they're impractical, but I don't think it's like the best. I don't know. But here we are talking about it. And isn't that what this whole town
0: feeds on? Talk, talk. So true. So fucking true. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Thank you. How did you celebrate?
5: I so I I forced like my two best friends um, from L.A. to fly six thousand miles uh, over here, and so with with my cast and the two of them, we just you know went to the the party capital of the world, Mm -hmm. Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Scotland, (laughs) of course, Mm -hmm. and um, had had an amazing just like British time.
1: Incredible, but can I confront you? Incredible, but please, I, I, I know you've drank underage. I know it.
5: Oh, of course.
1: And CSC, criminal. It's criminal.
5: Of course. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because I, so I went to college um, and I just graduated uh, like Congrats. a week before. Thank you. Um, I, A week before <laughs> I like came to Scotland. And so like I never was 21 in college. And oh. so I, and by the way, if you, I'm not even just saying this for like, you know, to sound like I'm like a good person who d- didn't have like a childhood alcohol disorder like most child actors do. <laughs> like oh, I just shit. like didn't I never really enjoyed drinking. I just loved being in like the environment. Like I always loved being in the mm. club. So, yeah, I like forced my sister to um like give me her old ID and but so that now it's like it's seeped into other things it's not just getting into clubs like now that I'm 21 like I can use my own ID but I like use AAA through her ID <laughs> I like yeah. rent cars oh. now through her like we bas- we share insurance and like legally on paper I'm half of my sister's life so like that's not even something that's going to change now
0: yeah this is a great movie plot like the, the time between you turn twenty one and twenty five, those four years are so important. That's what. Th- that's when you're going to feel so connected to your sister, right? Before you can rent a car at twenty five, like because otherwise you're this, like you're in some ways the same person. But you were saying on your podcast that you guys don't look alike, and so the f- the fake doesn't work.
5: We don't look nothing alike, and that's not because of a, <laughs> a surgeon's misdoing. <laughs> Um, we've had the exact same work done. No, um, we don't really look, I look more like my dad and she looks more like my, my mother ish.
4: Mm. Yeah.
5: I look, yeah, I look like a, like I'm like a squeezed and much taller, like I'm a pulled out version of her. My sister's hands are like, they're like miniature they're like tiny paws they like can fit into a quarter of my palms small hands
1: are i'm sorry they freak me out i'm just saying right do. here small hands are the, some of the scariest things i
5: on I love <laughs> playing with her fingers it's like a little toy it's like a free toy <laughs> how old is she she's uh, about to turn 30 in october
1: oh so her hands have stopped growing that's just how big yeah they oh are. no they're
5: done their hands past. your
1: hands stop growing at 28 that's what they say that's what they say
5: oh my gosh that is what they say it's <laughs> written in the bible
0: it's written it's it's actually bible it's biblical it's bible were you were you drinking at the critics choice <laughs> no you were being good
5: no I was I was so scared I was so <laughs> I have never not wanted to like to to like went, not that I ever thought there was a possibility of, of me being able to like win that but like I have never felt such like I was just producing so much negativity leading up to when they were saying my category mm-hmm. and I looked to my dad and I was like I will shit myself and throw up if th- this goes the other way so I was praying of course. I was obviously praying that like it was obviously someone else, which I knew it was going to be. And my mom was like, are you going to write a speech? And I was like, no, that's so stupid. Why would, why the, why would I write a speech? Um, <sighs> but that's like the worst feeling. Why do people like going to award shows? They're like kind of awful. It, well, we
1: were, yeah. that's the thing is that, that we were looking over at you and you obviously weren't drinking. And we were like, can you imagine having to sit through all of this with no help from alcohol? Because it really, she was long. It's she was it was long. like a mask.
5: It was like a six a hour mass. mass. It
1: was really long. It yeah. was, And we had a great time, but it was long. But the thing is, though, like you guys obviously were nominated. So can you? It, it But probably, I don't know. You felt like you were not going to win. And Bowen kept saying, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win. But
0: I was feeling like, Bowen, you might win.
5: I, thought, was Bowen making was, me nervous. I thought Bowen, you were going to win.
0: N- no, no, no. OK, to be that's fair. very nice. But I think but I think <laughs> that what Josie is, is talking about is this thing that I think we've talked about, which is that like you obviously know that like it's it's not in the realm of possibility. And then something happens when you're sitting there in the room. <laughs> yeah.
5: Right. And it's like, but what if? <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. I need to look this up. I need to read a book about this. But the phrase the addiction to possibility is like applies to so many areas of everyone's life. The addiction to possibility. But wait, I feel like
5: I have that. That's so interesting. <laughs> we, all <have laughs>
0: that. we all have that. I think we all have that oh my god title of, ep, title of episode we all to, addiction have to addiction to possibility
1: wow this is crazy What's is what,
0: so explain that it comes, though it comes into crazy times well I, I feel like it's self explanatory it's like we are like before you go on a vacation I'm sure Joseph you felt this before you went to Scotland even though you were like oh god it's like a months long shoot in a different country like it'll be hard work but it might be exciting it might be all these things I'm gonna celebrate my birthday there I mean we all have this crazy concept of like a, like an image of what an outcome might be or what something right. will be as an experience. And then we love that. That's basically it. We fantasize mm-hmm.
5: that. The problem is, and I think this is what, forces people to like stay in bad habits is that we can only think of possibilities with the information that we have, which is past experiences. And so, Mm. you know, we can't sort of dictate what's in front of us objectively because we can only pull from things that we've experienced. We've heard people experience. And I think that gives people like roadblocks. gives me, gives me roadblocks.
1: Yeah. Especially in a situation like that when it's like, when you finally get to sit at an award show like that, it's like your only experience with that most of the time is like having watched them on TV or like understanding what it's like when someone goes up there and wins. And then you're there and it's like, You don't just magically appear during your category and you look stunning when they cut to you as one of the nominees. And it's this tense moment and someone wins and then everyone's like, oh, clapping and thank God. And then you move on with your life. It's like, no, you sit there the entire time. They do not feed (laughs) your asses. The, The alcohol is flowing. People are usually making jerks of themselves either on stage or off. It's a horny little town that gets weirder as the night goes on. And then afterwards you leave and you're like, wow, that was demystified for me. And I don't know if it was positive or negative, but I know I experienced it.
5: Uh, right. And I honestly, I think a niche sort of um, experience that many people cannot relate to is what was the most horrifying experience. <laughs> or one of, one of one of the most uh, during that night was, like, the cameraman after I lost. Who, like... <laughs> oh, you know right. how everyone... Everyone has, like, a camera on them yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're saying yep. the nominees. And then, like, <laughs> just the way he just, like, threw it down immediately. <laughs> like, after he's, like... It, it's, like... It, the way it, like, pushed in. And I felt yeah. like I was having my moment. And then, yeah. like, just the... It was like disappointment, but like he, it was like expected disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Like the look on this man's eye was just like, of course. And he just like threw the camera. Didn't even like try to like keep it up for like a millisecond Ooh. longer. Like yeah. that to me oh was
0: my horrifying.
1: Wow. Chilling, chilling. You had our votes. You had our crit. You were our critic's choice.
0: You really were.
5: Thanks. And by, by the way, I was like, I was so honored, so honored. And like, yeah, they, were, they were so nice. And
0: yeah, it was fun seeing you guys. Oh, it was a lovely time. And well, speaking of which, so we, 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 we instantly like locked in on you. We were like, oh my God, Josie's next to us. We hit it off. Do you, what was your memory of your table mates? I think Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner Smith. Do you remember, do you remember what that vibe was?
5: I remember that like, I didn't recognize Christian Slater and he like tried sitting in my dad's seat and I fully like, just so I was so anxious that I was like extremely rude and was like, that's my dad's seat. (laughs) <laughs> like that's my dad's <laughs> to Christian Slater and he looked at me like a little confused and he was like oh and I was like yeah sorry <laughs> and then I just thought he was like someone's guest and then my dad was like why the <laughs> fuck did you just speak to Christian Slater like that and I was like "Wow, I haven't seen him in a moment
1: <laughs> well you're not watching <laughs> Dr. Death wow. you're not watching,
0: I'm not watching Dr. Death. Dr. Death I guess but
5: I loved Jody. I, I loved their relationship yes, they, they they're, seem they're so iconic. healthy
0: yeah they're so healthy and horny it was healthy horny they were on top of each other
5: i love how she just gave no fuck like people were like giving like (laughs) emotional speeches and she was just like what the fuck huh (laughs) (laughs) she was like that doesn't make sense and i'm like you're speaking in a normal voice
0: that doesn't make sense (laughs) and you and your table is close to the stage we like, were like with an right on deer the deer stage. Deer shot.
5: But what I yeah. will say, that doesn't make sense. There's so many tidbits from this night, honestly. But one tidbit, my dad was sitting next to Venus Williams during the whole um Jane yes. Campion speech.
4: Yeah. Oh right. And so he
5: he was so obsessed with the fact that he got to see like the look on her face and like the confusion and like that <laughs> whole moment, which was so awkward. Yeah, and I it was just not. She's great. A, yeah, just you just wanted to sort of kick her
0: right yeah. right oh jane well
1: i actually mi- i actually missed that part because we got so fucking drunk that at one point we we got up and like went to go hop knob and i left my phone somewhere so at that point i was fully standing up looking around that ballroom like where's my phone like my darcy Cardin sent a video of me just like up out of my seat while they're accepting the award just like looking for my phone like in the bottom. Oh
5: my God. You
1: don't realize like, it's probably good that you couldn't drink because you don't realize just how drunk you'll get if you allow yourself to go there, especially when you're nervous. Like, and I was nervous for Bo. I was like, what are we doing here? There's so many, there's so much going on. You got tanked.
0: There was a lot going
1: on.
5: It's so, it was so strange. And like, (laughs) Yeah, there was, I mean, I was, like, running into, like, Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Clemens yeah, outside for of the real. bathroom, who also, like, I don't know if I should say this, because if people know where I live, then they could, like, hunt them, but they're, like, my neighbors randomly, <laughs> they're, like, my next neighbor, uh-huh. and so they were, like, talking about parties that I had in high school that they, like, had heard through the fence. Oh, my God. Wow. Yes, it was so, so I hit on Andrew Garfield at the after party. Well, he is like, a horse. Of course. course. And I failed miserably. Wow. So many moments.
0: So many moments.
5: Which by the way, I regretfully hit on. Like I would never hit on that man again because I just feel like he's not my vibe.
0: He's not your vibe? Really?
5: No, I feel like the more that I like read into him, he seems like a nice person, but like I feel like he deserves he deserves someone else. Deserves someone
1: else. And I say that like oh, I had not- a choice. No, I, I, I think, I think that it was in your hands. I think had you just gone over there and been like, listen, this is happening tonight. I think that maybe Andrew Garfield would have been charmed
5: slash horned up. I think he was a little too charmed throughout the night, but like mm. basically what happened was we were at the, the after party and I went up to him because he was hanging out with like my little friends that I had made that night. It was, it was their first time also being nominated. And I was like, I like your jacket. Cause he had like a sparkly <laughs> jacket, right? Yeah. Um, just like real uh-huh. chill, real easy. And he was like, Really? Because I feel like it's giving dancing with the stars. Which by the way, you said it's he said he used the phrase it's giving, it's which giving. I was like, hmm. I was like, okay, cause this is giving something it's, else. It's
1: giving this somewhere giving in the middle. It's it's giving. It's giving, giving Sean
5: Mendez, it's giving Cher. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, no, no, no. Like you're um like that's like way um below your tax bracket and i was like but you could like you would look good in anything um so you don't have to worry and he was like nice right 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 and so i was like okay i'm getting points here (laughs) and then he asked me he was like so like what do you do and um this is when like like you would expect me to be like i'm an actor or like i was nominated nominated. oh no did you do a bit
1: did you do a bit
5: I didn't do a bit. I was honest. <laughs> I, But I looked at him dead in the eye and was just like, I'm a student.
0: <laughs> oh. But you were. But you weren't <laughs> lying. Which, you weren't lying. I, wasn't, I
5: wasn't lying. Because I was so nervous that he had oh. asked me that all I could say was that I was a student. Because I, 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 I am in college. He looked at me, face ajar, truly confused, <laughs> and was like, how is that going for you? And again... You oh. would think you would think that I would that would be like, well, I'm also an actor, and I'm also nominated tonight but but I doubled down and was just like, yeah. I didn't want to say those words, but I was like, if I just insinuate that I'm an actor, I so I just said like, um, well, I'm here." And he looked at me oh, and was no. like, and he looked at me and was like, "I don't think that means what you think that means. And I was like, what does huh? that mean?" I was so confused I don't know what that. that means. Oh, no, I, don't know. I, hate when, I hate when things go off the rails. It went totally off the rails. And then he walked away from me. Oh, and no. um, I was just like, why did I tell him that? But I did see him at the GLAAD Awards. And I did tell him that and he was he very kindly and um, told me with uh, with great confidence that he had no idea who I was and didn't remember that um, but he was also he was laughing at the fact <laughs> that I told him I was a student
1: <laughs> well, so
5: it's been made it's been since made up
1: It's been made right and now the next time you see him you can just go over to him and like flirt with him for real and like God remember all these times yeah. we started together anyway let's get a hey. drink
0: because I'm old enough to do that now so uh, anyways uh,
5: exactly but that's my Garfield story I, we all have <laughs>
0: One. The, the, we all have one the groundwork has been laid though for i think I, matt's right for future interactions where like you know it's it's cute and fun wait who are your other friend, your quote little friends that you made that night who were also <laughs> nominated was it the was it the yellow jackets people
5: well actually one of the girls from yellow jackets Sammy, um, she goes with Samantha now because she's an adult. Samantha (laughs) Hanratty, I've known for like over 10 years. Oh, she's
0: so good.
5: She's amazing. I met her like when I first moved to LA and we took our first very acting class together Mm. and we were very excited to be there together. And then there was another, Uh, it was like a Wolf brother. I think his name is Nat.
0: Oh, yeah. Nat Wolf. There you go. He was really
5: nice. Yeah.
0: Is Saved by the Bell your first maybe not your first, but is that like one of your first jobs where you got to hang with people in your age cohort and like your age group where, because I feel like you've been in a lot of stuff where it's like you've had to play opposite, like full grown adults. Yeah. And I imagine as, as, as someone growing up in the industry, you're like, I kind of want to hang out with like people my age. Is that fair? A
5: hundred percent. I mean, when I was on Glee, I like assumed I would be with high school age people because I was 14 years Mm -hmm. old, but I was with like, 38 year olds who are some playing. of the
1: oldest <laughs> people in America who played yeah, some of the, the oldest people yeah. in America it
5: was the oldest people I'd ever seen they were like 30 <laughs> it's like it, it was like it's not even
1: like people that are like uh, yeah they're old to play high schoolers. So it's like hard adults with hard adult problems, like having a hard adult conflict.
5: Yeah. It's like, and then they're like, mm, we get to get to class. I was just so confused. Like what, like why did, when it came to casting my character, did they decide they wanted to cast a child? Right. Like true. I was, I was truly like 13 years old when I was cast and like put wow. opposite these, these 30 year olds. Like Chris Culford, and- a 48
1: year old novelist.
5: Uh, right and and leah michelle who we was love a, Chris. who was a wonderful journey um but
1: oh, I, well, <laughs> the leah of it all bowen and i are going to see her in funny girl
5: i mean she's she's that'll be very she's gonna
1: tear it up it will, yeah 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 yeah
5: of course but anyway so yeah so when we got to say by the bell um i was so lucky especially because i had shot a movie just before that. And I became really close friends with this girl, Alicia, Mm -hmm. it was a film called Moxie. Ah. And while we were filming that movie, I realized that she had um, been auditioning for say by the bell. And I met with Tracy Wigfield who had the idea to bring it back like the summer before, but I was, I wasn't planning on doing it um, because I like had just for the very first time, which now looking back, it sounds so stupid that I was like, I'm saying no to this. Say Mm. where the bell reboot. But like it was the very first time in my entire life I ever could just be myself Mm. and be in school. Mm. And I realized that I had spent the past almost decade just dressing up as like someone else and being on set all day. Yeah. And then never having these like imperative moments that like make your young Mm -hmm. adult life like what it's supposed to be, or your teen life. And then like I just kept getting closer with her. And then I remember, like, the day that she booked it, I, like, was, I was like, crying for her. And that was, like, uh, one of the final straws um, that, like, helped me realize, like, I should probably... This is a sign that I should probably, like, do this. And obviously, uh, with the, the role in Tracy being so amazing. And so I said yes. And we ended on a Friday of that movie and we had our first table read that Monday. Oh, so wow. I got to be with her for two and a half years straight and then she ended up moving in with me
4: oh, and that was just wow. amazing
0: I didn't realize that Alicia had been like on this journey with you through multiple stages and then and then the, did, does she go to Chapman too or did she go or she no? didn't
5: go to Chapman we joke that she like kind of like did um because our best friend Yasmin who's doing the podcast with Alicia and I is my best friend from college mm. um so nice. she went to Chapman
1: Honestly, uh, Save by the Bell was, it was so, it was such like a joy to watch because it really was not what so anyone good. thought it was going to be. I think people probably Mm-mm. thought, prob- maybe even what you thought when you heard, oh, you're being offered a Save by the Bell reboot. It's like, oh, is it going to be not to, you know, not in the pejorative even, I don't even say this, but like corny, like the original one was in that. Is it going to be after school specialist or what's going on? And then you hear Tracy Wigfield and probably get to know her. And then maybe even see a script and you're like, oh my God, this is real jokes. It's hard jokes. It's self-aware, very self-aware. Like the characters are interesting and funny. Like that had to be like a pretty cool thing to like understand that it was going to play to the top of intelligence instead of like being for kids.
5: Yeah. So cool. A hundred percent. And I think that's such a testament to how smart Tracy is. And I think we never really doubted that because I mean, she went from being like a writer's assistant on Thirty Rock to mm-hmm. winning the Emmy for writing the, the Emmy. I remember that
0: year. Yeah. You know? yes. She's
5: like just so intelligent and wonderful. And looking back, I'm like, why wouldn't I have done that? I mean, it to this day is the best role I've ever played. It's the best writing. And I'm, you know, you guys, I'm sure, are familiar with some of the writers um yeah. on that show, like Chris Schleicher and Dwayne.
4: Um,
0: yeah. Matt Chris War- is a
5: War- dear friend and Dwayne. Ours. Yeah, Julianne yeah, Pickens. Yeah. Um, and some of those writers, most of them, like Ben and Aaron um, Geary, I said that like they're married. I don't know Ben's last name. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're, they're like they're two straight men who I'm like wanting to. I want them to be gay. So married, um, but <laughs> I've known them for like seven years. So these people, or or now seven years, but like at the time it was like five years. So they they knew exactly how I spoke or. Um, Mm -hmm. like what would sound the best coming out of my mouth. So I just had the best material to work with.
4: Mm
0: -hmm. You're so fucking good in it, Josie. Like (laughs) just the deliveries are so, so sharp. I mean, the character of Lexi too, is just like so well developed. I think it's a testament to you being a producer on the show and giving it some real, some, some reality to like what being like a trans student at a high school might be like in this day and age. Yeah, in a way that is not like it is it is not disempowered. like Lexi's a very fun, comfortable, confident person, but then she still has these moments like in this in this ne- in this recent season where she is um reticent to be this like poster child for like mm. trans identity when this trans student in another school gets kicked off the soccer team. Like
4: mm-hmm. I yeah. thought
0: that was so genius. Like it's not that like it's not this expected narrative of like, oh, well, then Lexi would react to like this very predictable way. In 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 the container of like an after school special from the '80s and like the old Saved by the Bell iteration, I just think it's such. I mean, Tracy is a genius, and it's so fun that you get to play like the Jenna Maroney type yes. of person in like a Thirty Rock DNA show. You know, like now, like every show since Thirty Rock that's done through Tina and and Robert and Tracy and you know all these people, like that lineage is so essential like i don't remember i like this is my favorite kind of comedy i don't know yeah I
4: love it.
5: same i was truly just so lucky and i mean i would just die laughing and i don't think i realized like how how exactly lucky i was i knew that i was really lucky in those moments but like looking back now being on other projects i'm like yeah i was truly just given like a giant like juicy delicious cake to just Mm -hmm. bite off of every single day and there was never a moment where I didn't have genuine fun and I think Mm. that's why I think that reflected in that character too and I don't think I'll ever play a character like that in that way again um which is sort of sad but also I feel like that was very healing for me because I think as a child that character is the is, like the one that i like aspired to to right. be or that type of like yes. aspirational girl character that i think a lot of like queer mm-hmm. people can relate to i feel like we look we look up to like you know the britney spears of the mall or yeah, um like
1: regina george but like regina Yipa george and
5: <laughs> exactly <Yeah>. um <laughs> like the clueless and
4: yeah 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 so
5: it was very like <laughs> self-fulfilling prophecy and that is how I genuinely speak in my head I just Mm -hmm. like can't (laughs) say that out loud without getting like physically abused by someone (laughs) on the (laughs) street
0: We're all going together, the Lost
1: Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found
0: FrameBridge.
1: Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool
0: in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs, on-demand, temp-to-hire, part-time, or full-time.
1: You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer.
0: Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that.
1: With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly Post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to
0: provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text SNAG to 242424 to talk to an expert.
1: Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. So you mentioned aspiring from childhood, which sort of brings us to our centerpiece question of this podcast, which was Josie Toda. What is the culture that made you say culture is for you? This is the formative pop culture in your life that you can look back and be like, Oh yeah, that sort of made me, that sort of made me, me.
5: I mean, there's so many things. I think definitely every single pack in edition of the Sims game
0: Oh, here we go. Yeah.
5: Like, true. are you a Sims fan?
0: <laughs> I would lose. This is what I would spend my summers doing, like, in full on high oh. school when I, like, could have a social life. I would play The Sims 2 same. for nine hours straight.
5: Um, literally same. I, I, like, had glued my eyes to a PC that I bought just to play Sims. Oh, wow. I had the Katy Perry... <laughs> pack like the Candyland pack or whatever and then i had like the college uh, dorm one i had every single pack and like yeah. just getting to create my own world and kill people yeah. like <laughs> back when that was like a fun thing to do and like wasn't bad like didn't kill them in a bad way it was like you'd set the house on fire or something like, right of course it was just like it was really liberating and just like getting to get people pregnant and like, i know making them have sex was the whole thing it was like so fun. The fact that
1: um you had the Katy Perry pack is so funny because it's when when I was playing Sims, it was like you get the Avril Lavigne pack. Remember that, right, Bo? Right, right, right. There was like an Avril Lavigne yes. one you could add on, and it was wait that like... sounds
5: so fun. I feel like she made a comeback. Yeah, so they, they need to do another. Envision. She did.
1: They she need did. to do that again. Oh my! I was more of a roller coaster tycoon, little gay. But like, it was the Sims was major, and I remember the the cheat code you could put in. What was oh, what was it? Rosebud. Yeah. get like
5: a ton of money, a Rose
1: yes. Bud, yeah. Rosebud. Yeah, Rosebud. You could type Rosebud into the top right corner, or whatever, and you'd get so much money, and you'd be able be able to make like McMansions. Which, if you look back, pretty much every mansion you made with all that unlimited money was the same as the one you'd made before. Because you could same. You couldn't ignore your own taste, but it never stopped being fun. No,
5: it was so fun. And I think just being a young child who just like dream like dreamt so much about what I wished my life was like and whatever, mm-hmm. like I would live that life through the sim. And for that, I thank them. I thank all of them. <laughs> I wonder if, like, in twenty years, like you know how people say like there are certain signs of a psychopath if <laughs> yes. you know being addicted to playing the Sims is like, a major will become a major sign in the DSM. Format, well, we didn't DSM know sign.
1: she was an arsonist, but looking back, she did burn a lot of her Sims alive. Saying it right. felt empowering.
5: <laughs> like I feel like that might just happen
1: yeah well what i would do is and this is this is truly crazy but i would trap them in a bath i would trap them in a room like i would i would yeah. take the doors off the room and they would like hold their like genitals and they had to pee so bad and then they would and then they just
5: piss themselves
1: they would fall to the ground piss themselves and then remember when they would have shame turn into an urn yes, yes. oh, oh my god shame yeah.
5: shame was such a thing or when they would <laughs> faint from being too tired or not being fed yeah <laughs>
4: that was like that was
5: insane this is yeah yeah, this is like what war criminals used to like have fun
0: (laughs) but i don't think the way we're talking about it it just it's very soapy right you're like you would get like like josie were like i would get these people pregnant i would like i would always like have i would always have people cheat on each other like it was it's it's it helped me like develop like creativity in terms of like a storytelling instinct to be like, oh well, th- now this person yes. is gonna do this. A hundred percent.
5: I think that's definitely a major factor.
0: I really, I think yeah.
1: that a sign of a psychopath is maybe that I just remembered the word Rosebud was the cheat code. Did either of you remember that it was Rosebud? Because it, that like, that lives yeah, in that's like... crazy. But honestly, it's like, you know, like the secretaries in your brain when they go through the filing cabinets and they find something and you're like, oh my god, not that still there.
0: How did you find that? Like, yeah.
1: I don't know what, what, the the fact I must have been much more obsessed than I thought, but I'm telling you, I was one of those like boring kids that didn't use the expansion packs. I couldn't like figure them out. So I was just on <laughs> Sims 2 like constantly like rose budding making a mansion that had the same like leopard print Lisa Rinna floor like it yes. was just ridiculous <laughs> like n- get going nowhere with my design aesthetic like definitely tacky buying the v- biggest vase I could and then just killing them inside
5: a million percent
0: <laughs> well there's still a Sims um, culture there's still like a Sims culture that's going uh, Oh,
5: for sure I think it's like the younger Jenny yeah, like the preteens are really into it. I think it gets but, younger and younger as time goes on.
0: What is it now? Like, what, like how has it evolved? Sims Four. So like, it's what, Sims Four, and you, now
5: you can play on your phone, you can, which is crazy because I never got to do that.
0: Yeah that feels unwieldy to play on your phone
5: yeah it feels wrong i need to There's be something sitting about, like down. uploading yeah. it and like yeah. putting it in turning the computer on yeah and like really yeah. getting in really waiting for it to load pc
1: life oh my gosh wow pcs they really did reign supreme they were like the dinosaurs of the time they really were before matt came in like there were something that ruled the earth and they were pcs i feel so yeah. bad
5: for them because like they're just so they're ugly They're just uh, like naturally ugly. And I could say that because I'm in an Apple series now. So I'm... There you go. go. I've lost all sense of partnership. (laughs) Now that you're on
1: an Apple series, you can really be pro MacBook (laughs) like never before. (laughs)
5: Yeah, I can really share my true feelings. (laughs) Although weirdly, like they haven't given me anything.
0: Like... Oh, that's a shame. See? I
5: know, it's so weird. I'm like, why do we work for you?
0: Actually, when the new iPhone comes out in a month, you should tell your people through the Apple reps, like hey give me a free iPhone I'm and gonna throw
5: my phone into the fucking Scottish <laughs> river Scottish the day river. that comes out <laughs> I'm gonna say that it <laughs> fell out of my hand due to the the violent wind of Edinburgh <laughs> and I'm gonna demand a new phone
1: can you say what you're working yeah. on has it been like announced and stuff
5: it's an Apple series it, I think it's called the Buccaneers, um, the
3: Buccaneers.
5: and it is about The eighteen hundreds, you guys—it's crazy. It's about five girls who come to England from New York um, to like find find husbands, but then like obviously shit goes down, and they all have their own whatever intentions and um, objectives. And I play a very a character that is like extremely against the the type of Person that you would see portrayed in those times, if that makes any sense at all. Hmm. But it's not a trans character. So. It's not a trans character. But I just mean like my cool. journey is very antithetical to like the types of um stories that we've seen.
0: I'm uh, excited. Uh huh. Uh-huh. What's which it is called for me? Cool.
5: What's it called? Uh, the it's called the Buccaneers. Which oh, I the Buccaneers. Right, 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 Means like strong. It means well, cowboy, but also it like strong pirate. People. Basi- so does. Basically,
1: basically, I went to high school and our mascot was the Buccaneers. And I was like,
5: oh, it means gay pirate. I thought well, it was gay cowboy.
1: It doesn't really mean gay pirate, but a Buccaneer is a pirate. And that's essentially and probably why they called it. That is because you guys did like go across the ocean to get to this new place.
5: Right. We did do that.
1: And I have always felt that a Buccaneer was a way for a pirate to be like, is he, you know, you know what I mean? When they called themselves
5: Buccaneers. Right, right, it's a right, gay right. word for
1: pirate, I feel.
5: I love that, mm. and I think that Tracks. I should tell them that, and they yeah. should change. They're gonna change the series.
4: Change
0: the series. Yeah, well, man, and I can play gay pirates if they need someone. Right. Yeah, we really can.
5: We would. That would help us, honestly.
4: <laughs> help but us. this
5: is the thing on this show. You know, I'm so used to walking on a set and just being mentally fucking psycho mm-hmm. and this is a uh-huh. normal show with like normal people who like aren't pitching <laughs> fart jokes and like a monk calling you like breaking his vow of silence to call you a cunt like those are the <laughs> types of things that like people are saying on this type of show so I'm fully like I have to like reel it in and then I go home at night and I, I write or I call um Tracy Wigfield we have like w- weekly calls and I get to like show my energy that way but yeah not, but for not this yeah. Like, yeah. it's
1: it's giving buttoned up it's giving drama
5: it's giving like an actual actor okay. which who knew
0: we knew that's fun we knew we knew all along well, but didn't. I feel like I've I guess Matt and I have not done enough have not done any drama so I feel like the vibe must be completely different from a comedy set where as you say you get to go on and be mentally fucking crazy yeah And it works. And it's helpful. And people love it.
5: (laughs) It's so helpful. And like everyone, it's weird too. Because like on a comedy set, you obviously don't just have like writers or whatever. You have like everyone that's involved in the crew. But because these people have done like The Office and 30 Rock and Mindy Project, like, Everyone understands like a like a joke structure and like the boom up will right. be like we'll laugh in the right way or like we'll understand something or like yes. we'll pitch you something randomly or like <laughs> when you <laughs> when you get a laugh out of like your camera operator like it means so much more to you it does, than, it does. Than, yes it does. Than yes then like a writer telling you that 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 joke landed well or something and that energy doesn't exist there. it's still so fun and like I still love being on set but it's definitely like an adjustment
1: yeah I always mm. wonder about that because even like. This, the like, sometimes you do a project and like it'll like the comedy will be there, but it's not necessarily laugh out loud on set just because of the type of comedy it is. Like, probably for Saved by the Bell, there was a lot of laughter because it's a lot of hard jokes. Whereas, like, in in other things like for example when we shot the movie fire island like it was definitely a comedy but like the 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 crew was not cracking up because it wasn't that right. type of comedy then right. meanwhile with with the drama it's like especially someone coming from comedy who's for better or worse a little bit used to that type of affirmation after you do a take you do it and then it's a drama and you leave the scene and you're like well fuck was it anything was it good at all like i I find myself
5: quantify it
1: yeah and then like honestly like what i've learned with older people i've worked with and people more experienced have just been like you have to know they would not period point blank they would not have moved on if they didn't get it you did it just keep going you're you won't kill yourself at the end of the day or at the end of a job if you just let yourself off the hook if they if they got it they moved on you're fine
5: A thousand percent. And I love that you mentioned Fire Island because you guys have stroked my ego so much. And I haven't gotten to (laughs) tell you how much I loved in uh watching that film
4: Uh, and
5: how smart it was and how talented you both are. And also (laughs) obviously, um, Bowen, I've told you how much of a fan I am of you um with um SNL and like I was I've also been watching I Love That For You recently. I just got into it. Thank you so much. I'm I'm not kidding. Like I just got into it and you are so amazing in that. I feel Uh, like there's a world where I could play like a forty year old anchor on that show somehow, even as my age now. That's like a goal. Of yes, mine.
1: yes. You have to come on and sell products on the show. I mean, now I've I'm literally like I, love to, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like,
5: I can sell Frank Ocean cock rings.
1: You should. Yes. <laughs> You'd absolutely crush.
5: No, but you are you are so funny, and I I love oh, Molly Shannon, and I. Worked with her when I was younger, and just recently saw her at right. like a engagement party, and not mine. Um, this young <laughs> woman, and she was just so wonderful, and I love her so much. She,
1: she is like she. You know what's funny about Molly is like everyone always wants to know what she's like, and as you know, this is true. And I got to introduce um Bowen to her at that award show, um, she's exactly the same as you think exactly she's going to be. Like, like her energy is just so like funny and positive and very like energetic and the i just love watching her get ready to to do her thing. Like it probably was it really interesting working on the film that you worked on with her because she was playing a totally different thing. And I think yes. other people like really broke her open for everyone as being like more of a dramatic actress, which mm-hmm. now I think people understand. And on, I love right. that for you. She's got a lot of dramatic moments and we've seen like white Lotus and stuff where she's funny, but it's more, it's, there's like a heft to it, but like watching her prepare herself, she really is like, it's not like this goofy energy that you think, oh, SNL, like comedian, like we've seen her right. crash through a table. She's like really a capital A actress. And it's very like inspiring to see like someone who obviously doesn't take themselves seriously and is like gone for it with sketch comedy, but also yes. can drop in and do that other thing.
0: Yep, A
5: thousand percent. She is so wonderfully talented and definitely goes against the tropes of like what you might expect of her in that regard yeah and more importantly she's just so wonderfully humble and she's really great. kind and i remember in that movie other people i had like two scenes and she would went on like um jimmy fallon and yeah she had like shouted me out She shouted the whole cast out but like said uh-huh. my name also and it was like bradley whitford Like who else was it? Like Maude Apatow, Jesse Pummins. And then she just like said my name. And I was like, what the fuck? Why did, how do you know my name?
1: Because she she goes hmm. out of her way to find the names of people that she loves. Like She she texted me and she was like, what was the name of that comedian that I did the scene with? I thought she was amazing. And she was talking about Martha Kelly, um, Uh, who's who's now got an Emmy nomination from Euphoria. And she comes on the show on I Love That For You as Molly's astrologer. And it's just so so funny. And Molly followed up with me and was like, I need you to give me her email or, or phone number because I need to reach out to her and tell her how much I loved her performance. Like, that's just who she is. Uh,
5: She's just a godsend and yeah. amazing. And I love her.
0: And what an amazing moment that you guys were category mates. Like, you guys were in the same category. Oh, so I, cool. Which was
5: crazy. So, that was like six years later. I go from being in two scenes of a film starring my idol and then, you know, suddenly I'm in the same category as her. That was just so... Right. I don't think I'll ever process that until I'm like out of work when I'm 15. <laughs> I'm dreaming of being a <laughs> child again. You were
1: unbelievable in that movie, though. I mean, like, it's truly like it's <laughs> like if you remember, like, two, th- two or three things from it, like years later after watching it, like you are lodged in the brain. Like, you're so good. stars. I born. think
5: about that film. It's so funny. I have never really told this publicly before, but when I filmed that scene, I had like... It was, we were in the middle of the summer and it was Santa Clarita. It was like 106 degrees outside and there was no, you can't put on air conditioning when you're obviously filming, as you guys know, because of the noise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I fully had a heat stroke and like nearly shit my my pants. Oh no. And. (gasps) Naomi Scott wife and just amazing person um, of Adam Scott was producing the film along with Adam and was just so kind to me and was like I like barely I basically like nearly fainted during the twerking scene and so we broke for lunch an hour early and they let me take a shower in the house this like random like Airbnb-esque house Uh. middle class home that we were filming at and I like really got into the middle class um, not I am I (laughs) wasn't I really got
4: into
1: the saying, middle class thing <laughs> <laughs> that
5: I really got into this <laughs> middle class home this woman's life in this middle class home um and I like put on her robe like the owner of this house this robe and her slippers and like I just got to chill in her rocking chair for like a tight 30 and ate oh, some Chinese wow. food and then was able to recover and finish the twerking scene and
0: slay the gig. <laughs> The fact that you remember these details. It's
5: the fact that I sounded like Kim Kardashian when she did that (laughs) middle-class photo shoot. Did you guys ever see that? It was
0: like middle-class. On the show.
5: Oh, you guys will be obsessed with this. No, she did an editorial photo shoot that wasn't released with Kanye West, where they were in a middle, like an upper middle-class home, but it was like middle-class core and like like tile countertops and like wooden cabinets and... Like a just a like a living spaces. I, kind of, I love it. It's kind <laughs> yeah. of iconic. Look I it up if you haven't that. seen it.
1: An editorial of like them at West Elm and being like, "This is too expensive." <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> and them like
1: having a hushed conversation about a six hundred dollar couch, being like, "Thank you anyway." I, I, I don't think down so. Under yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys want to know something? Okay, this is quick aside. I I feel so grounded because I, I have. I have maybe a taste that's beyond my means sometimes, Sweet. but I did go to the mall here in Charlotte, North Carolina to buy an outfit for an under the sea prom, which Meg Stalter threw last night. And I was like, I need to buy something with like fish on it. And I oh, went wow, to Dillard's. Which I didn't know still existed. It's amazing. It but I went oh, to yeah. Dillard's and then I, ha- I went to Dillard's and I looked at some price tags for like a shirt. And it was this disgusting shirt with a fish print on it. Looked at it. It was $80. And I went, I'm not spending eighty dollars on this, and no. then I was like, "Whoa!" Jesus Christ. I feel like my mom, and, and Dillard's reminds me of my mom. But anyway, I was like, "Wow i I have not flown too far from the nest. I have not sure really strayed from the path too much because I was like, you know what? That wasn't because the eighty dollars was too much; is because it was too it was much so, for that was, bad was ugly. shirt.
5: Exactly. You would pay for a nice shirt.
0: You pay for a nice shirt, but then I I did find. a a set that costs $30 total. And I was like, wow, I got a great bargain and I really like the way it looks. And I'm going to, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I'm going to pack, I'm going to take it home with me. Like I felt, and I, this is disgusting to to most of our listeners, to the readers, but I'm like, okay, I do. i I, I, It felt nice. And I want to return to that. That's all I'm saying. You can right go shopping. This it. is the most unrelatable thing. <laughs>
5: yeah, this is an insane. We need to we're gonna have to do another um like a podcast with you to save your reputation after this. <laughs> yes, when yeah. It, when it gets shot to the ground.
0: There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of bubbly
1: Try new Bubbly Burst. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring.
0: With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time.
1: You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's
0: got a worker for that.
1: With their e-
2: on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors.
3: You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Well, spring is in full bloom.
0: Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases And regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest.
1: And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower
0: rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances!
1: Dot com forward slash culturistas. Chime. Feels like progress.
0: The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bank Bank NA or Strike Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft will supply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.
5: But I will say I am financially like an extremely unintelligent spender. Like
0: mm-hmm.
4: I
5: will unfortunately, unethically, religiously shop clothes only on Amazon. Like I don't I don't think it's okay to like spend more than $50 for like a shirt. But like that being said, I will like, I will cancel like three flights in a row and spend like several thousands of dollars just because I'm like so lazy and or like I'll Mm -hmm. miss something. So like that's where my money goes. It's not like on things that matter. It's like convenience.
1: R- that I mean, I actually am in the same exact boat as you. It's totally like I was right. just thinking to myself, like, where, what's the area where I sink the most money that I probably don't need to? And it, for me, it is travel. Like, right. I, th- yeah. I think just because now I, I like to travel a certain way. But that being said, that's the one I'm most cognizant of. If I actually, like sat here and like did the math how much i've spent on postmates over the last few years especially over the last few years because of the pandemic my postmates number is probably humiliating i probably should go to jail for it
5: oh my god same i would Postmate like when i was in college i would like film monday wednesday and friday all day and and then on tuesdays and thursdays I would be in class for 12 hours a day and I would Postmate breakfast, lunch, and dinner to my lecture halls.
4: Yeah. And wow.
5: I, I was, it was like a a young woman's salary in Iowa was my like Postmates. So.
0: <laughs> but there was no other way you could have done that. Like you need, like you, you had such a crazy life and yeah. work sort of like ethic around like, like whatever. Like that's that structure that was built around your job and your school and your academics were like, there was no other way, but for you to order delivery
5: that's true thank you for substantiating that where did you go to
1: college and what was your major chapman right i want to know i
5: went to chapman yeah i went chapman and i was um i was a television major same mm. a major in same school as hannah waddingham who was also nominated in my category and, and who winner. also that's referred right. to me as rosie when I met her,
0: Rosie Tota. Yeah, and I
5: was very. Rosie, she said, was, Oh, Rosie. <laughs> oh, I was truly, amazing. I was honored. Oh,
1: <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> 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 you know, the rumor Rosie. The rumor has it that she's going to be Madame Marble in the
0: Wicked movie. Well, oh. she'll be
5: amazing in anything she does. She's she'll so be amazing. I can
1: hear her going, Officially.
0: Love. I mean, th- what a great role! What a great Vibes. role! <laughs> I mean, Vibes. Matt, you should go out for it. No, but okay. Yeah. As we all what? know, no, never mind. I will not say that. No, we we th- that's for the honesty that's zone. That's the that honesty you should Tune zone. in for.
1: Tune in for um, the honesty.
0: Okay, Josie. Now that you've graduated, can you have you reflected on your college experience at all? What was it? What What are the big takeaways? What was it like for you? And this this is true. You you did Greek life. You were in a sorority.
5: I did. I, I was... Okay,
0: talk about it. Talk <laughs> I about did, period. Was I was,
4: period. <laughs> the,
5: tra- the trauma that just rushed through my mind. <laughs> I could see it. I, I have such an interesting... It really is like a, a, a film to be made, which was that when I started school, I think I did what a lot of people do when they start college, which is like, what is the life that I want? How do I want to make this life for myself? You know, it's like the addiction to the possibility and you're doing yes. everything that you think you should be doing to have a good experience. And you're hanging out with, you know, the, those people that that you've been told through like the media or like friends in the past, that like that's what you do to enjoy life. And I'm actually so grateful for it because I met my best friend in the entire world, Yasmine, who's my co-host of, of Dare We Say,
3: through the sorority
5: um but i also had like a like a miniature um microcosm experience of like what i think a lot of people and like not equating what i did in my sorority to like what senators do on like a legislative (laughs) Uh, floor but in that like you can't really adjust and like change something that's like working how it's supposed to be working. Right. And I very yeah. much went into it, which was like, I'm going to make sorority good. And I'm going to like diversify and like whatever. Sure, and like use that sure. as a pastime. And then realize like, even if everybody wants to make sororities good or whatever that means, or like change the um, systemic oppression that it's so rooted in, it's still built in a system to oppress and it will always do that. So that was the journey mm-hmm. that I went on with that. But I also right. had so many fun parties oh, it, and like met a ton of cool people.
0: That's great. But it is sad to realize like oh it's maybe sororities are supposed to be not good.
5: <laughs> I think so. And you like know? I'm happy that I did it. I like it's so it's crazy now because I truly had an ego death. My like my last semester of school where like I realized I just I wanted to do every single thing that I didn't, which I think a lot of people do every single thing that I didn't get to do up until that point that like I would have wanted to do if I didn't have like my blinders on telling me like what I needed to do. And that was like invest in the film school. And like I took another Arabic class. I took a political science class and Mm -hmm. I just had like the most amazing time every weekend being on a film set. And like I was, you know, obviously filming like, not real TV show, but like a TV show that existed on a, on a network on it, like, and then also doing like,
4: mm-hmm.
5: um, being a grip on like a student film on the weekends at the same time and like running oh, back and forth. And that was such an amazing experience and that was like my favorite, probably.
0: Oh, mm. that's so cool.
1: Yeah. That's great. That is, it's like, it's like really a good excuse to get like, at least a, not not necessarily well-rounded because I feel like that happens when you get in the industry and you already were in the industry. So, you, so it probably was like even like better opportunity for you to see like having been involved in industry, here are the holes where I would want to like, you know, have this experience or that experience. And then it, I guess it ended up, you know, with you being a grip.
5: For sure, which like was insane. <laughs> um, that was truly unhinged. It was like I was doing like an F forty five workout that like never ended. Yeah, and it's hard. It was like boot camp, and like wow. my my grip guy was like making making like jokes about like chicks to me, like as if I was oh. like a uh. cis hat man. <laughs> and he was like, "You are not gay," and I was like, "No, I am just like I am just gripping for." To help out and like, you're he was
1: not, really you're not no, I'm just gripping to help. No, out No, I'm just
0: gripping. <laughs> yeah. I'm just what was like, your grip outfit? What would you wear? What would you wear to to set as as grip? Yeah, what what I wore
5: what what is colloquial referred to as a Lululemon BBL jacket, <laughs> um, which is that's like a, yeah, that's the colloquial like, term. <laughs> exactly, it is. And um on TikTok and then um <laughs> like like a little align legging um. Oh, cute just like a cute sneak
0: it's giving soccer it's giving big little eyes. it's giving like soccer mom in monterey
5: and i also had covid the entire time that i was <laughs> a grip on that project and i had no idea i had not one rosie, idea test, rosie I,
0: rosie i kept
4: testing,
5: I kept testing <laughs> negative and then i tested positive but i didn't infect anyone yeah in, that's the on, thing Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's it's like sometimes like
1: I will feel horrible and I'll be like, I have COVID, I know it. And then everyone around me will have COVID and I'll test, 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 test. I went to like what I found out later was a super spreader straight wedding uh, last month. And I felt like horrible during it, after it. Like I was just like, what's going on? I took a million tests, never said it was COVID. And now I just have to keep living my life like I didn't have it again. But I'm like, but what was it?
5: weird I it's also weird too like it seems like before everyone like tests positive for COVID they managed to see like every single person they've ever met yeah from like my class, yeah, school. the <laughs> hours leading up to it like I truly I went on a world tour before I tested positive I like filmed an entire short film I went to an after party for my castmates film I saw my parents I saw my siblings um I like went to class I went to several classes like unmasked Uh because there was no mask mandate and like Mm. no I texted every single person and it's just it's such a testament to like how we've evolved in the pandemic I like put everyone in one of my classes in a group chat and was like hey um just like (laughs) wanted to like fully let you guys know full disclosure I did test positive for COVID I know I was sitting next to you guys like please let me know if I need to pay for any COVID tests or like any if I need to call someone for you um hit me up at any time like XOXO and she was offering
1: to pay for tests oh my god above and beyond
5: like one person responded and was like (laughs) LOL (laughs) okay like and then no one else responded like it was as if I had just just said absolutely nothing to them like I had spoke gray (laughs) matter and they like didn't give a fuck and I just confessed my soul to them
0: well yeah that's you were very vulnerable and they did not return it in kind that's no they didn't care they didn't care. Well, okay. Was my, my I have a stupid question, which is: did, was was Disneyland like a big part of going to Chapman or no? Because you guys are close to Anaheim.
5: I thought it was going to be, and I even got a pass, and then I like never went. I think it is Damn. for some people, shame. but it's kind of like I don't know. It's like why would you ever really go to Disneyland on an off day if you think about it? If you could really do anything else, like. Why would you want to tire yourself out that much for just virtually no reason?
1: Well, if you're sure. if you're going with the intent to like do a lot of stuff, you know what I mean. Like that's the thing is, it's right. not a relaxing experience if you're going and you're like, and we got to hit hit all the boxes. rides. But it's Bo something. And yeah. It's like an
5: adventure.
1: Bone and I have gone before, and it's been like we're 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 just doing a leisurely walk. We're in California Adventure. We're we have our, We have our little uh, we have our little cocktails. We've taken maybe some shrooms, and we're more vibing. We're more just paying all that money to vibe.
5: I love that. <laughs> I do love the vibe, and I did do a lot of shopping at Downtown Disney. I will say because Go there's off. like no stores in Orange yes. County that weren't <laughs> ran by racists.
0: Right. Right. Huge, huge, that is deal. a
1: major thing uh, you remember about Orange County is she be conservative.
5: Oh, my yeah. next door neighbor was fully a Trump supporter, and my Ugh. I was surrounded.
0: Kirsten Dunst, I, no I,
5: yeah, Kirsten Dunst, <laughs> I was like neighbor banged by Blue Lives Matter people. Um, what like they were, I was surrounded by Blue Lives Matter people, yeah. Oh my um, god, and just like I had a little sexy secret of like. Maybe one day I'll just like write trans on my forehead and see what happens <laughs> because they they were so nice to me because I like lo- I'm obviously white passing and um, white presenting and like cis straight presenting mm. and yeah, the I just day. like wanted to ruin their oh. day. I dreamed of the day I would tell them.
1: Let me get over here yeah, and tell you power. the truth. I mean, but uh, the the expression neighbor banged. What is really one that's going to live rent-free in my mind? Like the people on either side of you like are, are neighbor banging
0: you.
5: It's like hot box. Wait, that's, pops. <laughs> that's, that's,
0: that's the title of app. I thought it was addiction to possibility, but it's neighbor banged. <laughs> neighbor I, banged. I should always do. see what the guest says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation point. Exclamation point. I mean, it could mean um, many things. One of which is really like a, yeah. a
5: small dream that I had actually in quarantine. Again, not by Kirsten Dunst, but by the house. To the left of me. Anyway, we're not going to get into it.
1: Wait, why? Is it is it a well known person?
5: No, um. Actually, I think the mom is well known, uh, but the child is not. Not uh-huh. the child. He's fully an adult. He's <laughs> of age. He's, right, he's right. of
1: right. to neighbor bang me. If that yes, works. Yes. He's like
5: twenty four years old. He's like a fully functioning um adult and that is legal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it didn't happen. Yes.
1: Yes. It didn't happen yet. It
5: Didn't
1: happen. And, no. Hmm. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business. Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-n-t-u-i-t.com. Let's get into it. Speaking of um, it didn't happen yet One segment on this podcast that hasn't happened yet Is called I Don't Think So Honey And it is a 60 second segment that we all do uh, Where we take a minute Which is actually colloquially known as also 60 seconds And we Should sort of I? rant And rail against yeah. something in pop culture That we absolutely can't believe Hasn't been taken down
0: at this juncture um, I do have something Beau and Yang Okay this is Matt Rogers, says, I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey.
1: Teresa Judice's hair at her wedding and therefore Mm -hmm. all tri-state area women's hair at their wedding when they decide to really go for it. We need to take a step back. And I'm (laughs) talking to all you girls getting ready for the prom in the tri-state area. Everyone getting ready for an event in the tri state area. If you decide to go big and you tell a Long Island or Jersey hairstylist that, you will end up with what happened to Teresa Judeis' head. I swear to God. And knowing Teresa Judeis from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, 30 seconds. it's not like she knows what camp is. It's not like she turned to her makeup artist and hairstylist and mm-hmm. said, let's go camp. No, someone was either fucking with her or they were just a Jersey hairstylist that really got licensed to go for it. And I'm telling you, look at the pictures. Speaking about this wedding as a whole, I can't believe Melissa and Joe weren't there. I can't wait for the new season. I can't believe Jackie and Margaret were there and Melissa and Joe were were not. Five seconds. I need to see what happens. But for what I'm seeing right now is all that hair. Tri-state area women, take a breath. I don't think so. And that's one minute. Honestly, have you seen the pictures?
5: Uh, Amazing. (laughs) I just saw that article.
0: It's incredible. It's it's truly shocking. I'm your jaw drops. I've seen it multiple times in the last like 12 hours. And I'm like, Oh my God. Every time I'm like, wow, that's so much hair.
1: Because it's truly the biggest deal wedding of the year in that entire state. I mean, like Dave Mazzoni was joking yeah. earlier that like he's he's on the Jersey Shore right now, and people are talking about it everywhere you go, as if she's
0: Princess. Like Di. it's the royal wedding. Yeah, like yeah. it's the royal
1: <laughs> wedding. And then they 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 released some video of her coming out of the church because I guess she got married outside the church. They open the doors and she's looking down and she just looks up <laughs> and her hair is so big and you just hear the crowd audibly gasp like, <gasps> and it's just like it truly is like. A Jersey fever dream, but knowing it's Teresa and like all the like drama around this wedding and the fact that her dear family is not there because of falling out, I just Melissa. couldn't. I couldn't believe it, and just understanding like, like the, how heavy that has to feel
0: on your head, right? Oh my god! Oh wow! Like yeah, that's she was in pain all all night.
1: Do, are there, and you guys are both wigs queens, I would imagine, occasionally, right?
5: I'd say so. I mean,
1: I know what it's like to have them. Yeah. But like they're heavy when they're big, and they're it's heavier. It's painful. It's painful.
5: Well, if they're expensive, if they're, yeah. if they're nice enough, they're not heavy.
0: Oh, I guess that's true. But also just having a wig on period for an extended amount of time is just uncomfortable.
5: No, it's so comfortable. And you're sweating and it's like, it's like pinning in your head no. and it's not no. the good kind of pain. I just couldn't
1: believe no. that she was like, yes, this is what's going to make me feel the best on my wedding day. And I, it has to be, it has to be, I'm going to say, like a solid four feet of hair. Like it's it's like, yeah, a hundred percent. And it's high too. Are you, are you a housewives person, Josie?
5: I'm going to look up. I, I unfortunately like am against all like queer stereotypes. I like have barely, I've watched a full <laughs> episode of RuPaul's or uh, housewives, but
0: that's okay. That's I'm fine. so in the
5: know. I'm very in the know. Like, obviously, I'm very into Utah and everything that's going on with What's Her Fuck and her oh. And <laughs> Gen- um, <laughs> What's her fuck? <laughs> What's her and, fuck? <laughs> and obviously, Teresa, I know very well as I like religiously watched um, Wendy Williams report on her for
0: several yeah, years. I see. Um, oh, yeah. Wendy, Wendy so was like, obsessed.
5: I'm sort of an adjacent stand.
1: Right, I got but. it. Well, so we're so you're aware of what this wedding means and what oh, of she, course. And, a, and how she's appear chosen to appear at it.
0: hundred <laughs> percent. A very, a very visible wedding. That's that's the thing. It's like she knew that she knew there were, there was gonna be eyes on it. Yeah. And also the thing and is, and you know to- what? It's not, we're ta- yeah. we're talking about it, we're talking about it,
1: we're talking about, Th- about that's it.
0: That's all. We're talking about it. But I, I,
1: I will Ocean. say, having been from Long Island, like Some 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 people I knew like going to prom and stuff like it's like like beautiful girls like like very pretty girls and then they get ready for prom and it's like they've given someone license to put like someone else an adult woman's face on her face and like really blow it out. And like I'll tell you the 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 changes in skin color that happen. I just what I want to tell people is that you are never going to look good orange orange is not the skin tone for no. anyone and you think not, that you'd at least to be. you'd at least reach back to your four sisters and say hey how do i avoid looking like you did on this event that is going to be photographed a lot and it's like no one has the answer they keep going they keep becoming orange like we're it's stuck. just we're stuck we're stuck and it sucks because like I mean, I've seen it happen to people close to me where it's just like, oh, yeah, getting ready for a sweet 16 or a prom or like to be a bridesmaid. And they come out and you're like, Debra, what? what? You're like, well, who are you, mom? <laughs> 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 like, I don't recognize yeah. these
0: girls. I know. I know. I mean, no one looks their best at that time. That's that's the other thing.
1: Yeah, no one looks their best for the biggest event of their life because you try too hard.
5: Right. That's why people always say like your birthday glam is like always uglier than like your everyday glam. <laughs>
4: yes. Your like, men, glam. like
5: I feel like men think that secretly. They're like, I just, I love, th- I, I love thinking that. about what men think about, you know, because I'm so <laughs> concerned with like the male gaze. Uh huh. I uh-huh.
0: mean,
1: and they're like, yeah, when they get dressed up too much, it doesn't look so good. And that's maybe right, exactly. one, ar- one area where we should listen to them. Oh, exactly. Them, I know. Anyway, no, no, right. I had to had to talk about what Teresa appeared as. Um, Bo and Yang, are you ready to do? I don't think so, honey. I'm ready. All right. Well, this is a great moment for us all. It's Bo and Yang's. I don't think so, honey. And his time starts now.
0: I don't think so, honey. Republic Records, which is which is a division of Universal Music Group, for stalling this Kim Petras album and Ooh. leaving it in this limbo for two years. It leaked this past week, and it's excellent. It's a very good album. I don't know how much this has to do with Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke, who produced, I think, all of it. Um, That's also a problem. I mean, hope. My hope is that this frees up Kim to work with other producers because I think she is aware. And uh, speaking as someone who's like talked to her about this, not to name drop, but it's like I think she, I think it's it's a good time for her to kind of disengage from that system because it has obviously given her so much, but I think it has also stunted a lot of progress seconds. in her career by not letting her release this album. There's great songs on it. If p- My recommendations are Problematique, the title track of the album. Obviously, Coconuts Future Starts Now. Deeper is an amazing <sighs> song. Sex Talk. Um, anyway, it's a great album, but it's also... A tragic moment in her career, and I think I, I hope she rises from the ashes of this.
1: And that's, that's one funny. minute. I I too listened to it and enjoyed it a lot, but I only listened to it because she basically tweeted out being like, "Hey, yeah, go ahead, listen, listen to the leaked album because they're not letting me put it out anyway."
5: What what is the deal with labels doing that?
1: It's tough. I think it's I don't know. Like it's
5: like a money thing because I watched a video about SZA's, um album never like her album never getting released, right? And it's because her album alone is like without it's a five-year-old album it's still like the top five female selling albums every single year oh control yeah yeah yeah. since she released it and so there's no point of them to bring it back that's
0: uh it's so confounding i really don't get the this damn industry none of it makes sense to me. it really it, but it's all it, about bottom line shit it's all it's always about bottom line stuff
1: that's the thing is it seems like it has to all be about like well if we're going to put this out it has to immediately recoup and like i feel like the people that are making the decisions on whether or not this music is going to be embraced often aren't the audience for that music exactly. and so that's i guess what's weird about it is it's just like if the people that own these labels are like a certain type of person like they're not going to understand especially with music which is so personal and so subjective it's like like you're making decisions about what's going to work but it's like it's just not it's not your thing so how could you gauge whether or not someone who's like really young and a different type of consumer is going to like this but it seems like they're comfortable doing that all the time
0: right it's crazy
1: Anyway, I mean, but but yeah, her album sounds great, and I do hope for more for her because I think she's a great pop star. Like, and I've seen her live, and she's, she's incredible. Got an amazing voice live, and she's so um, amazing. She's such yeah. a fucking legend. She's so incredible. And speaking of I being on her.
5: dramas, and not being able to be crazy, I did rap last Friday night and played "Treat Me Like a <laughs> Slut" like yeah. out loud, yes. and then just immediately saw the eyes turn at me, and I was just like, yeah fucking suck it yeah and i walked outside of my scottish warehouse i was proud
1: <laughs> honestly it might be the first time the scottish like countryside the edinburgh of it all, like have heard treat me like a slut
5: i i think they were grateful
4: i, I, I mean that's so. what i hope
1: i think so. i think anyone should I be grateful so. to hear treat me like a slut i loved slut pop i mean slut pop was huge for me Excellent. i i it was it was a great moment in music of this year i felt agree all right so it's now become time it's time for josie totas i don't think so honey now that you've had two examples of how to absolutely slay the format
5: <laughs> watching you have a fucking seizure
1: <laughs> okay perfect all right bowen you want to
4: you, you want <laughs>
1: i'd be really yeah. happy if you you haven't had any type of health emergency since your incredible uh, performance in other people and now your incredible performance today is being
0: accompanied by another health hazard i love it
5: i know that would be amazing
0: Okay, That would be amazing. This Stody is Josie talk. Tota, a.k.a. Rosie's. Yes, I don't think so, honey. Her time starts now.
5: Okay, this is my I don't think so, honey. Um, Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson welcome their <laughs> second baby via surrogate. And as a uh-huh. woman, I believe it is very important not to comment on other women's relationships because you just never know what's going on inside. However, yeah. this time... <laughs> I'm going to. (laughs) And
4: I I feel
5: that this is necessary because even though that she's welcoming the baby via a surrogate, I think about it like the fact that when I was very, very young, I did get like a slight nose tweak while getting a breathing surgery. And which is why I thank God that I am trans and I can't have my own child because I couldn't bear having my child look like me pre-nose job. (laughs) And so I'm like, (laughs) when you have this baby, even though it's a surrogate baby, he's still going to have the DNA of a cheater and is going to grow up to be as despicable as Tristan Thompson is. Oh my
4: God. For that,
5: I say that I'm disappointed. Um, I mean, I still wish her all the best, but ultimately, I kind of just have to say that I feel bad for her in that way and I don't think so, honey.
0: Period. That's one minute. Honestly, I just, I
1: have so many questions about the Kardashian women and but then I don't because I understand why they pick who they pick because none of them are gonna last and they're gonna have another media narrative after this so like I think yeah. like it's I think it's entirely <laughs> it's seasonal. It's seasonal it's entirely by design that Kim Kardashian is like yeah I picked Pete Davidson like you know what I mean like someone that it's, it's like crazy. Duh, of course there's an expiration date on it it's Pete and then like and then we're all watching it like maybe this is the the one it's like let's not be dumb like they do this on purpose like chloe picks this type of guy not because she wants to be happy because she wants to prolong a media narrative i think
5: you think i honestly think that she is just a confused queen like i truly Mm. believe chloe is a good person and i just everyone says they miss the old They miss well. It sounds like you're saying she should die. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think that she is is good intentioned. I just think when I just think she has a really bad like attachment style, and it has gone to her, and she is crippling anxiety, and she's also very insecure because the world sort of does hate her. In some ways, mm. and does hate on her much more than her other sisters do. Because people like love hate on Kim Kardashian, but they hate hate Chloe. Do they?
1: I love Chloe.
5: No, people <laughs> come for Chloe in her looks really more than they do any of her oh. sisters, and even Kim has said sure. that. Sure,
1: yeah. Well, I guess I guess I I understand like that. That's true, but also feel like Chloe is like the Kardashian of the people, and I feel like probably the hardcore fans of the Kardashians like gun to their head. If they had to say who their favorite Kardashian is, like I bet Chloe would get a ton of maybe even a majority of those votes. But then I'm not even thinking about like the larger populace that are all familiar with them just because of how they exist. And yeah, probably right. it is tough for her.
5: No, but yeah. I, I agree with you. And I think that's a testament to like, when you like let people think that like they can be your best friend or that they can just like say anything to you. It's like very welcoming and warm, but it also allows people to cross the boundaries and like come for you. So what I'm saying is it's her
0: fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we know that. We know that. It's Yeah. That's what you're saying. But, uh, what a big week for those, for for at least the three Kardashian sisters, Kim and and Chloe and and Courtney with the whole Megan Fox thing. I'm like, what is something's going on just in this week alone, I don't know. It's always, it's always wild. Well,
1: I I guess Ugh. my
0: perspective on it is just like, whenever I hear they're
1: dating someone new, because I'm not like, I'm not like a fan of the Kardashians. Like I'm not, it's kind of like you with watching, like, like I'm aware enough of like, sure. what I'm goes on with them. Like, But every time I hear them dating someone new, whether it's Tristan Thompson or Travis Scott or Travis Barker or Pete Davidson or like whoever, whoever, I'm always just like, not only do they feel interchangeable to me, but they're often just like every relationship has the same vibe of like, like because it's all so transient. and, And if you choose to not like like actually think about like what their relationships are like. It all feels the same. And if you just sit with it and don't don't think about it for like nine months, it will have passed and it gets it it, it like is filled by someone else gets, almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even the Kanye thing. Even the Kanye thing in the grand scheme didn't feel like it was taking place over that long a period of time. Cause it was just like yeah, and I still remember her dating Chris Humphreys and being married to him. I still, like, oh my God. it's just yeah, like, 70,
5: 70 days. they
1: occupy this weird space where I'm just like, who are they dating? It's, it's like, I keep forgetting, but also I always know. It's just, it's this weird thing. I can't really explain
5: it. True. Mm. I just, I you know, I agree. And it's hard to keep up with. And I feel like for most people's mental health, it's probably easiest not to, even though it's hard to. But I was just saying in another interview that I feel like Pete's, next angle should be like a really hot old person like jane fonda or like (laughs) Cher.
4: like i just
5: feel like that would make the most sense for me or like celine dion yeah where does he go like that he loves jane fonda he loves me that's where he should go because you can't after
4: kim kardashian you
5: you kind of have to go like either really old or i mean i guess you yeah i think really old yeah i was you can't date an infant obviously
4: What's
1: going to sure, happen is sure. he's going to reinvent. He's going to have all of his tattoos removed. He's going to reinvent as a Hollywood leading man. He's going to bulk up a little bit. Well, well We're he has see a role now.
5: <laughs> I think it honestly helps him that he's not dating her for when that movie comes out where he's like playing that singer.
0: Pete's a good actor.
5: Wait, Joey so. Ramon.
0: That's what he's oh, playing. Oh, yeah. He's wow. I didn't realize.
1: Academy Award nominee. Like, Here it is. Ooh, coming yeah. right
0: around the corner.
1: So listen, dare we say this was an excellent episode of this podcast, and we the say. podcast, wow. dare we say, is going to be one that you're going to want in your immediate rotation. And I'm I'm imploring all the readers to add this one to the damn queue,
5: please. I mean. Please read away, read our, read, read the house down boots. And yeah, I'm so grateful that you guys allowed me on this zoom call and I'm so happy to be in the podcast space. And I'd love for yes, you guys to come major. on our pod.
1: I think we accept anytime. We, we could, itself. I don't
5: think so, honey. Honey. Girl boss to this to the sky to the sky <laughs> girl
4: boss yes, to the sky <laughs> I
5: would yeah, love that yeah
1: that sounds like an incredible opportunity for all of us uh, to girl boss to the skies with and the, I can't wait to, to lose boss.
5: at another award show with you again
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait and to be
5: and by the way congratulations on your Emmy nom
0: yes oh that but see that's already something that I'll lose that that I'll lose but no I, um, that's not true I, in I, which
5: I, I, I no 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 take the comp. Take, take a compliment. It. Thank you. Accept it you, you thank deserve you. it. But also, randomly, <laughs> I just realized I just reprimanded you the way that I just dombed
1: you there. <laughs> you that should. was like hot. I love hot. it. I that love when people come in and it was Dom, iconic. Dom Bowen that was when he's being kind of hot the way I get that domed I just was. That was, was like day. a it was power hot.
4: top.
5: It was hot that, and anyway, powerful top. Yes. But something that I thought was really funny, I was like, I was filming like two weeks ago, and I got a text from my mom, like when the Emmy Noms came out or whatever. And my mom was like, "Oh, did you did you text Bowen? Congrats!" And I'm like, "I'm not like <laughs> that good of friends. But I'm not like super close with Bowen. Now we would, are. Like, where I would Dude, text him congratulations. Like, of course, I would DM you on Instagram or like swipe up on something. But and then like I didn't respond to her because I was filming. Text, and bro. she texted me that night and was like, "Have you texted Bowen? yet? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "I love." Now that. I'm telling you, congrats for my mother on
0: your yes, Emmy nomination. That's very nice. And from every and mom in America, but,
1: congrats to you, Bowen.
5: And congrats. Yes, thank exactly. You.
0: I was going to say, I can't wait to lose at another award ceremony with you, with 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 both of you and to be neighbor banged by Joshua Jackson and Jody Turner-Smith. Oh, uh, can, can, only can only hope.
1: Only um, hope. This has been incredible. And thank you so much for coming on. We're mage fans. Um, and Bo, we end every episode with a song. Treat me like a slut. I'm little a little
4: dirty, dirty bitch. bitch. I, I love, love to talk. Treat me love like a slut. Treat me like a I'm a dirty, slut. Bitch, dirty, fuck. dirty bitch.
0: I love to fuck. And if you oh want to hear go. more,
4: <laughs> harder.
0: Harder. <laughs> harder.
5: <laughs> harder.
0: <laughs> I if want to go Harder. I want
5: a wanna neighbor.
1: Bang. Bang. If you want to hear more of that, listen to Slut Pop, the extended play by Kim Petras.
5: <laughs> Thank
1: <Period>. you. <laughs> Bye.